The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Campion here with one of our clients and slash super cool guy, Manny Rodriguez. Um, yeah, he's just been in the program and Lindsay picks the guest and I've known this guy, but she thought his story was awesome. So we're here to share it. Anything, uh, why don't you just say, hey, to Cleaning Nation, introduce yourself and we'll dive into what you got going on, man. Hey, Cleaning Nation. So uh, my name is Emmanuel. I joined Mike's program, I would say about six weeks ago. Um amazing i'm actually i have a commercial cleaning company here in south florida and uh, just tremendous help cool well appreciate the kind words but the i'm dying to talk about you you know they know me they know we're awesome they don't give a crap they're interested in you so let's talk about you brother what when you uh and i know some of these answers but i want to hear a here again and b you know i want to share a clean nation so when you reached out for help what was going on in your world that wasn't working. They're like, I want to change. And for whatever reason, I can't change this on my help on my own. I need some help. Like what was, what was the problem? Yeah, man. So I definitely needed a second pair of eyes. I mean, I just really needed help developing a strategy, kind of dissecting my strengths, my weaknesses. Um, really somebody that was going to challenge me and hold me accountable and just really unlock the potential of what, we could really do with cleaning companies, which is kind of something that it's not spoken much, you know, because we hear a lot of people have cleaning companies, but how many successful ones do we actually hear? Of? So that was that was really huge. And that was one of the reasons why I kind of reached out to you guys and tremendous help. So what was what were what are some of the things that you tried that didn't work and then we'll kind of move in and what you're doing now that is working so let's start with what you tried that i don't say failed but didn't get the result you want let's put it that way honestly everything and anything everything Talk. i mean I, I i've tried everything and um really that was primarily the main issue because when you try everything without a strategy you kind of just end up in a in a loop you know uh when you try to do too many things at once you get nothing accomplished uh, so that was really it. And I didn't really have guidance. So the issue was I thought I was doing these things, but a lot of it, I wasn't doing it correctly. So I was just going off of watching a couple of YouTube videos or Google and stuff like that. So, so let's be specific just cause I, I want kind of the audience back. Oh my gosh, I've tried that. Like what specifically did you try? What was frustrated? What worked? What didn't work? Like just kind of what were some exact frustrations? Was it marketing? Was it hiring? Like let's, let's be more specific if we can. All of it. So let's, let's start with uh, marketing. Um, I've tried Google AdWords um, and I, I did the, like this huge course that I took. Uh, and it was explaining to me about, you know, using the correct terminology and, and kind of, isolating my certain areas and it was just something that I was spending so much time on and um, it kind of took away from the business and as a business owner small business owners we try to do everything um, primarily because the money isn't there or we just want to we're scared to outsource because we feel that nobody can do it better than us nobody's going to process the information how we want it to 
to come out. Um, so that was really one of my first setbacks because I was just throwing money into Google ads and, and, and I was just losing money and I didn't know what I was doing wrong. And you kind of get discouraged because now you spend all this money and not only did you spend the money, you don't know how to fix the problem. So it's like you lost the money and you didn't come out with the right outcome that you projected. Um, that was my first loss. Um, and just everything else, the hiring process, what you teach just makes the hiring process so much easier. So usually for cleaning companies, there's two issues. You either you don't get enough clients or you don't have the right people to do the jobs. Um, and, and you have helped me with both. Honestly, you have helped me with both. And the, the, the way that you taught us how to do the hiring has been instrumental in the way you communicate as a business owner with the people that are going to be working for you and with you. So huge, so huge win. Let's kind of do a black and white then if the hiring has been mm -hmm. a big deal for you. What were you doing before and why was that frustrating or why wasn't that working? And let's talk about what you're doing now so people can kind of be like, oh, I, I'm doing that. That's not working for me either. And, you know, maybe we can give them some hope to, to be able to do something that works for them. Yeah, absolutely. So when I first started, I would just focus on manpower. Hey, I need X amount of people to do the job. So I did everything and anything to grab anybody that came in my way. I remember when I first started cleaning restaurants, um, they were overnight. So it was almost impossible to find people. So I was putting up Craigslist ad, ads on Craigslist and I was getting people, but they weren't the right people. Um, I was talking to family and friends. I was putting stuff on my Instagram. Hey, you know, kind of promoting that I needed help. And if anybody wanted to make a little extra buck on the side, um, I wasn't even really reaching out to these people as a real job. And that's where I was, they, they treated me like that as well. So when you ask for help, you know, generally I see that people are good. They are going to help you, but they're going to say, oh, this is just a side thing. He's going to pay me on the side. There was no structure, what I'm trying to say. Um, so that let went me, on for. Let me make an analogy and tell me if I'm feeling it right. I always like doing romantic relationships because everybody gets it and it makes sense in that. And then we apply it to, to business. Like, yeah, that would make sense. So what I hear you saying is you were going to a couple's retreat <laughs> saying <laughs> to ladies, Hey man, I'd like to date. And they're all going, I'm not really interested in dating. I've, I've got a, I've got a guy. I'm not really interested. And you're like, or if they did, they were like a side hustle. It wasn't your thing. And it's like, or you could go to a singles retreat where all of them are like, I would like, so you went to a place where they weren't looking for a job trying to be like, Hey, are you interested in a job? And they're like, well, not particularly. Um, again, maybe not a married retreat, but the grocery store where, you know, half the women are going to be married. Half of them are going to be, you know, the portions are going to be too old, too young, dating someone else. They're, and the, even the ones that are single and in the right age range, they're not really looking to get a dude. They're looking for cantaloupe for God's sake. So when you're like, Hey man, should we date? They're like, what are you talking about, man? I'm looking at soup. But if you went to, you know, some sort of dating app, well, now these people are on that app because they're looking to date. So when you went to the place where they weren't really looking for that thing, and again, we talk about media, like right place, right message, right 
you know, right message, right media, you're in the wrong media and probably I'm guessing the wrong message, but we haven't talked about that yet. So you're like, I talked to friends and family, like, Hey man, want to work for, you know, money. And they're like, well, I have a job and I'm kind of not really. Whereas if you just went to a job board where people are only there going, I would like to give you my time for some money, much easier sale. Am I oversimplifying or does that make any sense? No, that, that makes perfect sense. I, I would, I would have put it the same way. Uh, wrong strategy, wrong place. Um, exactly. Absolutely right. Cool. So what, so what you were doing was just, well, let me ask you a dumb question, not to judge just because other people are probably not saying you're not, you're very common. People are like, I'm trying quote unquote everything. So, well, why didn't you just, and I think they get weirded out about advertising. Like, oh, I can't put an ad in, in I was going to say the paper because I'm a hundred years old, but in Indeed or, you know, whatever, what stopped you or did you try job boards or did you just do kind of word of mouth? Well, I started with word of mouth and the reason why I didn't go to any other place for one, I just had started out. So I didn't really understand the structure. And for two, we play these little stories in our head. Oh, you know, I'm not a big enough company. I, you know, indeed wouldn't accept me. I don't fall in the right credentials um, to be able to, to post to employees or, Oh, at the moment, you know, I don't know anything about taxes. Just all these things that are completely irrelevant, Mike, mm -hmm. are the things that go, went through my head. I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I'm assuming this happens more often than not. Um, so we hold ourselves back thinking we're small. So mm -hmm. we start off doing things wrong from the very beginning. So when you have to switch, it becomes just a lot harder because you never had the foundation from the beginning. So now you, once you reach out for help, you have to start from the very beginning to kind of build the foundation to set you up for something bigger. So what I'm hearing you say is, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, so correct me if I mis, misrepresent you. What I hear you saying, Emmanuel, is you just didn't have confidence in yourself. And you're like, if I go on Indeed, I'm going to be found out. Like either Indeed will reject me or I'll do an interview and be like, how dare you? Who do you think you are to try and hire me? And you're just like, Absolutely. so I'll just, I'll do what's safe. I'll talk to friends and family where I probably won't get someone all in, but at least they won't reject me. Or if they do, they'll be nice. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So for all of you guys and gals out there listening, going, that's insane. I would never, that, well, this kid, what is he thinking? I promise you, you've got not that exact belief, but there is some part of you going, how dare I be a million dollar company? How dare I ask for enough money for my client? How dare I do a group interview? How dare I raise prices on somebody? How dare I fire an employee that's good, but not great. There's a lot of, don't just look at Manny's like, oh, that doesn't make sense to me. So I'm going to judge that one because we all have our own weird fears that Manny would look at and go, well, that's stupid. <laughs> you know, So I promise you, even if that exact fear of like, why wouldn't you do it indeed? That's not scary. Isn't yours. There are fears. And Manny said it perfect. There's a belief about himself that was flawed or certainly not helpful that just everything comes from. So again, I don't want to overstate, but I think part of the value we might've brought to you, uh, Emmanuel is just assuming you were to be great. Like we looked at you and we, all we do is help owners and cleaning companies. So we're pretty good at knowing like who's okay or who's not. And maybe just giving you permission, like, yeah, you can hire. You're like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you're like, what about, what about, what about payroll? I'm like, we'll help you do that. You're like, Oh, that's it. Like maybe just a gave you some confidence and simplified it. So all the, real things there weren't really real things at the beginning they're all made up all the made up stuff we just kind of went that's not true and you went are you sure and we went yeah we're sure you go oh i guess i can hire then like is that 
probably a little oversimplified, but is that how you experienced it or am I totally misreading? No, no. So you totally got it right. And and something I, I kind of want to re- retract and kind of go back to our situation and our relationship. Um, prior to everything, when I first heard about you guys, I used to listen to the podcast. And what was most appealing was that you guys uniquely focused on cleaning companies. So I realized from the beginning, I need to tap into this community of people that just do what I do. Um, so it was a lot easier for me to accept your advice because you're not teaching about, in general, how to be a, a better business owner. You're teaching us in our specific niche, cleaning companies. And that's what made trusting you that much more easier. Because, you know, had I heard it from somebody else, the hiring process would have been like, yeah, but, you know, you hire people for your your lawyer agency or, or whatever the situation may be. You uniquely focus on cleaning companies. So it's kind of relatable. Hey, amazing people. You may have noticed we don't sell a dadgum thing on this podcast. We don't allow ads. The only ask I can ever have of you guys is if you dig the show for you to spread the word and share so we can change as many lives as possible. Literally, it'll take you five seconds to give us a great review and I can't tell you how much I appreciate you as a listener and value the gift of your kind words. Now, back to the show. So let me give you guys some bonus off-track coach or encouragement or help and then we'll come back to Manny's story. So we hear that a lot. It's very common. Like, oh my gosh, do you guys just help owners of cleaning companies? Like you, wow, you know everything about our little niche. Um, true. And then we'll say things like, you should pick a niche and who you serve. And like, oh, that won't work for me. I can't do that. <laughs> it's funny. I'm like, what made you what made you invest with that? Oh, I love how you only serve owners of cleaning company. Well, you should only serve car dealerships or restaurants or retired people or you know, working moms or like pick a niche and like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. And then I go, what made you pick me? And you're like, oh, the niche was really good. <laughs> you get the same thing with Facebook advertising. Oh, I couldn't do mm-hmm. Facebook advertising. That won't, my people aren't on Facebook. I got it. How'd you find us? Well, I saw this Facebook ad. That I thought, I'm like, all right, just checking. <laughs> so just keep that in mind, Cleaning Nation. So I want to make sure we get, you know, because again, we get tens of thousands of listeners and we can only take a couple dozen into our program per, right. you know, per month. So I want to make sure for the vast majority of people we can't take, they still get some value. So what would you say on either client attraction or employee attraction to someone that's just maybe not able to, we just can't take them or they're not a fit or whatever. How, what kind of value would you give them knowing what you knew where you were stuck and what you're frustrated with and knowing what you know now, what would you say to cleaning nation at large? It maybe could give as much value as possible. Very first lesson. Um, very first lesson that you taught us that could help anybody right away is understanding yourself, understanding your core values. Um, that's huge. And easier said than done is probably what most people are thinking, but it's really not that hard. Um, It's really understanding who you are and the people that you want to surround you with, people that you want to work with and people working for you. You have to understand yourself and what's important to you because once you, you do the hiring process or you have clients that don't relate to what's important to you and what your core values are, it just makes everything so much harder. And um, and I know a lot of us are experiencing that. And that's that's that immediate switch that, honestly, it took me a couple of weeks because I was like, there's no way. that it, It's too easy. Mm. And sometimes the easy things are the things that 
are the most impactful. So once I got, I even reached out to you about it. Um, once I got my core values kind of, kind of dialed up, that I really thought about it and I was saying it out loud. It, my changes were immediate, especially in the people that were coming in. Once I I sat my employees down, and I told them, hey, this is what's important to me. Like three of them walked out the door, but three more came in that were more relatable. And to this day, they're, they're still with me and, they, and um, things are going just fine. It's just, you let go of the things that you don't need. Stress-wise is also very, very beneficial. Let me tack onto that. And then I'm going to let Manny end the podcast as he, see fit, as he sees fit. Core values is one of my favorite subjects to talk about because that, that was I've used that for the last 15, 20 years for all of my companies. We've always had a culture that people are like, how do you build a team like that? Everybody seems to want to be there. And like, you all seem to have so much fun. I wish I could be a part of that. So even before I started coaching, people, when I was speaking, people would come to me be like, how do you do that? Show me how to do that. So I want to encourage Cleaning Nation, all the stuff that you're hearing definitely needs to be done whether you get a coach or not, right? So the reason I mentioned earlier with Manny Hey, was it just getting permission? Just me telling you like, it's okay. You can do this. Obviously when you have a coach that's good at it and you pay them, you're going to pay a little more attention when you've paid, but you can still do that. You can still find someone in your life to encourage you and hold you accountable. And really didn't even need a business coach, just a friend that could come to him and be like, what is it you really want, Manny? I want to clean. I want to have this. I want to have that. Okay. Well, if you're going to do that, Fussing around with like asking friends and family and posting Facebook ads and on Instagram and stuff. Is that really going to get you to goal? No. What's going to, well, I probably need to make an ad, you know, like again, coaches are great, but if you're not going to do that, you still get the help. Right. And when it comes to your right. core values, we have a process to walk people through and a bunch of it. It's great, but don't be like, well, if I'm not going to get help from growing cleaning company, then I'm just not going to do my core values. Like you can do, you know, I figured this out on my own. So I want to encourage you guys. The core values or culture is probably the, most basic thing we teach. It's the first thing for a reason. It's the foundation for everything. And it's the most advanced thing that we teach. So all it really is, is really getting clear on who you are and what you want. So for us, it's have fun, make money, be real and help out. So I'm going to, again, put some words in your mouth, Manny. If I mischaracterize you, feel free to correct me right in front of everybody. But what I heard you saying is before, I was just looking for a warm body. If there was a dude or a gal breathing who said she'd show up, she was in. And then I was shocked when they weren't a fit or they didn't like me or I don't like them or they didn't show up or they didn't keep their word, yada, yada, yada. Once I got my core values knowing, you know, cause again, when you're like, I want a good employee and the interview, so I'm like, are they good? And it's like, I, what, I don't even know what that means. Like, how am I defining good? And what was my mood? But if you go, did that person seem fun? Did they seem attracted to money? Were they real? Did they at least feel like for me and Manny, it was one of the things I like about Manny, you might like him or me or not, but hopefully you go, that's the dude. <laughs> like I've talked to Manny enough. <laughs> this is the same guy on the podcast. Like, like that's, he's super real. Um, have fun, make money. And does he seem to really want to help out? Like once, and that's our core values. Obviously Manny's going to use his and you're going to use yours, but it's so much easier. Is that a good employer? Are they going to be a good employee? It's really tough. Does that guy seem fun? Does that guy seem like he really wants to help out? Does he seem real? That's so much easier to go. So a, you realize when they're not it, you get it pretty quick. And when they are it, you don't just be like, I think I liked him and he seemed nice. So I'm going to hire him, but I don't know. You're like, I know exactly what I'm looking for. I know exactly why I think this guy or gal is going to be good. And then we give you a process with the three interview steps. So, you know, for sure, before you hire them, not for sure, but you've got a very high degree of certainty. Um, so I just want to encourage you guys that culture. Once you've got those core values, you just start running everything through it. Even with customers, when you get real bold, like, is this guy seem like he's 
okay with not just him making money, but us making money, right? If he just wants the lowest price and doesn't care if I starve, maybe he's not the right customer for me, right? Is he a little bit of fun? Like when crap's going to go wrong, we know it's going to go wrong. When something goes wrong, is it going to be a complete raving lunatic? Or is he just going to be like, Manny, God dang it, man, you got to help me out. I'm like, sorry, brother. Like, is this a guy I can like do life with? So what I'm hearing Manny saying is, he went from warm bodies when it came to customers or employees to I've got a good standard with core values to make a decision on who's I'm going to let into my world. Am I overstating? Am I putting words in your mouth or am I picking up what no. you're laying down, baby? I mean, that's it. Okay. Manpower, warm bodies. You got it totally right. And that, that, that little shift is, was really what made the difference, you know? Um, and just to tack on to what you were saying, that's just the first part. The second part is believing it. You know, but but believing that those core values are really you, and um, it, once you believe it, the rest just comes naturally, um, and that, that's really a, a lot of things that we struggle with as as you know, uh, young entrepreneurs. We just don't believe it, so we just go through the process, but we don't believe in it. We feel like just do the work, do the work, do the work is going to get you there. If you don't believe it, then it's it's kind of it's gonna set you back up because that's the next piece to the puzzle, and it's still work work in progress. But I personally, I'm starting to believe more, and I'm starting to see changes dramatically. Well, I'll give you one more. Manny just keeps saying stuff that makes so much sense. So I'll give you one more bonus training, and we'll then we'll end it. Um, the best way to believe your core values is not to have aspirational core values, but just have who you are core values. So a lot of times, one of the big mistakes people make when they come in and I try and get them to set their core values, they'll say like, be detail oriented, customer first, do the best job. Like a bunch of things are like, these are how I want my company to be, which is fine. Those are called rules. It is okay, regardless of your core values to go, you have to do a good job. You have to be nice to customers. Like there's all sorts of things that are rules that aren't your core values. Your core values is who you are already. So like take great care of customers isn't a core value because when you were 12 years old playing with your friends, you weren't going, I got to take good care of my customers, but you might've been like, play fair, right? If I, if I, if I'm, if we're gonna have rules, you got to follow the rules. And you might've always been a guy that's like, we got to be fair. You do this. I'm going to do this. I always want to treat the other guy, right? Treat the other guy, right? That could be a core value. And of course, if your core values treat the other guy right, are you going to take good care of your customers? Of course. But I think one of the reasons we don't, like Manny said, believe is we do these aspirational core values of who I want to be. Like if you think of my core values, they're not really client attractive, like be the best coach, help people win, change people's lives. Like these would be, if I was trying to like think of core values that would attract you guys to be like, oh, he's a good coach. I want him. They would be like that. Have fun, make money. Like I'm telling you, I want to make money. Well, how the heck am I supposed to make? Well, I'm taking it from you or I'm not taking it, but you're, I mean, that's my customers. Like we all want to make money. Be real. That's not really something that some people like. Some people don't. Some people hear the real mic. Like this guy's a nut. I have nothing. Good. God bless. Go get him. So the best way to have, to really believe your core values is be like who you are not who you want to be. And Mike, so just to help you, my core values have been the same for the last 15 years, four or five businesses. They've all been the same because it's who I am. So I don't have to be like, oh, when I own this business, these are my core values. But when I own that business, I have this other core value. It's the same dude. So my, I've had wild car dealerships, construction companies, coaching, yada, yada. Core values have always been the same. So give yourself permission to be like, this is just who I am. And some will like it and some won't, and that's okay. So if you try and make this aspirational, like this is going to be what's attractive, You'll have what Manny was saying. We're like, I know that's not me. And you won't believe in yourself. It'll be fake. And people will call you out. And when you try and hire going, we want people that are this. And they go, but you ain't that because I see you. 
it's tough. But for me, exactly. for better or for worse, exactly. I think people meet me and they go, dude does like having fun and he really loves helping people make money, loves making money himself. He's super real. The guy on the podcast is the same guy all the time. And uh, he loves helping people. Like that's just who I am. So some people that's attractive to, great, let's hang, let's let's work together. Some people are repelled by that. Great, I don't want you in my life and I'm just gonna make you nuts anyway. So you gotta be okay with like, these aren't a marketing thing to try and get people to come to me. This is just me telling the rules of the game. And I didn't go, Manny's gonna be love having fun, making money, being around, helping out. So I'm gonna say that's my core values to trick him into being a customer. I was like, this is who I already am. If I say it really loud, people that are like, I vibe with that. That's my kind of deal. We'll just show mm -hmm. up naturally. And people that don't, will be like, I don't want any part of that, which is equally great. Okay, sermon over. Anything to end it with, Manny? That's it, man. Uh, any uh, just a little bit words of encouragement to anybody that's that's seeking um seeking help. Definitely, I definitely recommend starting with this podcast because there's gonna be a lot of people on here that are going through the same problems that you are, and just being in the community and just listening to other people's problems makes you aware of where you're where you're lacking and where you need where you need to work on. And it's just it's it just to kind of bring it all together, this is what helped me and this is how I was able to find you. Listening to other people's problems um in the podcast was huge for me and to make the the decision and and grow. Well said. And that's a beautiful thing. Like with coaching, ah, it's expensive. I got to do this. Like, podcast is free. You can listen to it in your own exactly. privacy. No one will even know. So like easiest barrier to entry. We don't even do ads on here just to make sure it's as pure and, and, and yeah. value driven as possible. So yeah, definitely listen to this podcast or any, any podcast that can help you get, get you where you want to go. Doesn't even have to be this one. All right, Clean Nation. If this is scratching where you itch, man, growmycleaningcompany.com, tons of free stuff. I don't even think there's anything for sale. Everything you need to grow your cleaning company, growmycleaningcompany.com. Check it out. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me. But like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.